I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. I am. I'm going to do a little talky talk now. I'm going to okay. talk to you a little bit about black cats um, mm-hmm. and superstition. So I was doing some research into where the superstition came from because, you know, we all, we all know that black cats are associated with witches, with bad luck in a lot of cultures, but also a good luck um, in some other cultures. So I've never known where it's come from either. Um, but I've always, you know, I've always had black cats and I love black cats. And I think I love them more because they're associated with witches and because they are kind of in a lot of ways the underdog like you say black cats are two two thirds sort of less likely to be adopted mm. um and there's thousands and thousands of black cats that this is turning into a bit of a, a plea to adopt cats go and listen to this and then go and adopt a black cat why not yeah and, and you, it's the same with like um you know cats with deformities or uh, disabled cats as well there's you know there's a it's weird because you 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 obviously you're choosing a an animal you're making a yeah. you know if you had a child that had deformities or disabilities it'd be like well it's my child i'm not gonna you know just chuck it away and send yeah. it to for adoption that's cruel but then a lot of people forget to you know look at look at cats and go you know that that cat really could would love me and would would you know would be there for me and yeah that love um i've got a friend violet who has a cat who's missing an eye oh and and she's the most playful fun energetic cat i've ever seen um, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even think she was like missing an eye or she was yeah. wary about you know running off or running into a wall or something or falling over or losing a balance or you know a depth perception being off. Um, just an amazing little cat, and uh, I think I think people should definitely consider those things when adopting a cat. If anything, I think it adds character. I have a three-legged cat mm. um, lives at my mum's now, but she she gets around better than a lot of my other cats, and she certainly brings home the most mice. <laughs> Don't don't judge her on her disabilities. Absolutely not. Um, But yes, so the black cat superstition um, believed to come from the Middle Ages in Europe based on a folklore that was spread about a man and his son who came across a black cat and began to throw rocks at it, which is just very nasty. Yeah, Uh, The injured cat ran into a woman's house who was suspected of being a witch and when the woman happened to appear limping and bruised the next day, people suspected that the cat was, in fact, the woman in disguise. Oh. Ah, hence why right. they're associated with witches. Um, people also kind of see black cats like a, the black dog, basically, a symbol of death, hence bad luck. Hmm. Um, but there are some cultures where cats are considered to be lucky. Japan, one of those cultures, which is probably why there are a lot of cats represented in anime, popular culture over in Japan. Yeah. They love cats there. There's so many sort of cat cafes and they're very, you know, pro-protecting cats. I think there's a, there's a whole cat island which is protected. I was um, reading a lot when they had, they had, what was it, a, ty- a massive typhoon and they were worried that it was going to destroy the cat island and people went over and they, they rescued most of the cats off that island. That They literally, they, they love cats. 
um, Japan. Germany, it's um, very interesting. In Germany, it depends which direction the cat walks in front of you. Um, so if a cat walks in front of you left to right, that's good luck. But if it walks in front of you right to left, bad luck. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. That's what, what I found out on a couple of websites. So if there's any sort of anyone from Germany listening, please yeah. rectify. We do, we, do have, we do have international listeners. Um, so, mm. so yeah, if, uh, if your culture has a, a unique take on cats or superstition with cats, let us know. Mm. I do have some Scottish friends as well. I need to ask mm. them about this. But apparently if a black cat appears on your doorstep in Scotland, it could mean that you're coming into some money. Oh, nice. Uh, mm. we, I left the door open the other day and our local cat walked in. Uh, <laughs> I hope that means I'm, I'm in for some money because that was would it, be... Was it a black cat? That'd be nice. It, it was kind of like, it's kind of like a, a, I don't know what type it was. It kind of looked like a, it was very, it was a very furry kind of black and brown one. It's kind of very unkempt kind of looking cat. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that's mostly black so you know it looks like it looks like it, it's almost like it's got waves of brown in the fur it's like black hmm. brown, then black then brown again it's very friendly so it's it's a nice cap so did, have you fed it um i think i think he my flatmate did uh, when when he oh, came in another no. time but i think i think he, my flatmate came in and he ran out so uh the, the last time i saw him um but yeah so good, good. But yeah, I think oh. I think I think I've I've got a little bit to say on on black cats a little later. Um, anyway, but yeah, yeah. So uh, sorry, did you say what your choice was? I can't remember. So that leads me on to my second top choice of uh-huh. you know good cats, and that is Binks from Hocus Pocus in nineteen ninety three. Hocus Pocus, like Homeward Bound, up there. I probably love it more than Homeward Bound. Just a fantastic, absolutely amazing movie. And I've had a black cat called Binks um, named on Binks. And obviously Binks is an anthropomorphic cat, but he was originally a human, Thackeray Binks, transformed into an immortal cat at the beginning of the film um, by the Sanderson sisters, the witches of the film, because he's trying to rescue his sister um, from being sirened by the witches um sadly he doesn't manage to rescue his sister and his sister it's very dark actually as a yeah. children's film that it's horrific mm. um don't they, do the witches and, die do the witches die and then they're resurrected is that is that the plot of the film yes yeah. so they kill they kill the little girl um what, what's the little girl's name jesus <laughs> no the little girl's not called jesus no <laughs> um yeah, so they kill the little girl, they absorb her for her youth. So like the film Blanche, like Blanche was yeah, Blanche yeah. and his uh, yeah, his owner was doing, yeah. Um, and then the townsfolk, so this is set in the 17th century, and then the townsfolk kind of realise what's been going on and they hunt down the witches and they they have them hanged, which is yeah. a little bit, and you do really see them, you see the feet, you see the feet dangling. This is like a PG film, I'm sure it is. Yeah, the, the witches are killed and they're buried. But just before they die, they do a spell. And they say, when the virgin lights a candle on Halloween, we will come back, blah, blah, blah. Um, but surely, Binks... surely that's next year then. Surely that was the following year they came back. Oh, no. <laughs> there's not about that many three... virgins about anymore. Is that no, apparently not. And I... <laughs> this is another one. This is a film that I watched as like a, a kid. Like, well, what the virgin? <laughs> Um, like, oh, it's one of those one of those films you don't think Disney would ever make something like that yeah. again because it's very um, 
leading quite, virgin there's quite a lot of like focus on the fact that he's a virgin and the, isn't there like jokes at his expense that he's a virgin and... oh yeah like he's loads of jokes like, he's only like 13 you know 12. yeah max yeah so he so on halloween all Halloween, you all know the story you must know the story although i do have a couple of friends that haven't seen hocus pocus um, how well, they should. How? They that. should. So, Binks the cat is an immortal and he is roaming. He is guarding the house because he doesn't want anyone to bring back the witches. However, he doesn't manage to stop Max, who lights a candle on Halloween, opens the spell book, book, and they come back. And then the rest of the film is them trying to stop the witches. Binks is obviously one of the main protagonists, but he becomes very close with the little girl oh my god what's the little girl called ah what's her name i've not seen in years i re- really haven't seen oh, are you kidding years. but he kind of guards her because the witches are after her they want to absorb her for her youth uh, again very dark and in the end they manage to defeat the witches and binks is set free from his animal self and he's obviously a very old man by now so he's well he, he's dead and you see him kind of walk off as a spirit, human Binks, to meet with his sister. And they walk off into the sunrise. Still a virgin. <laughs> no, Binks, we never know if Binks is a virgin or not. It's oh, the... right. I thought he was the virgin as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot of talk about virgin. I thought he died a virgin. I thought that's what, that was the plot. He probably, he probably was, because I think he was about 17. Oh, I don't know. It does say how old he was when he was turned into a cat. Yeah. And he remains yeah, a cat for 300 young, years. Young, they, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the first film where I heard the word virgin. I'm like, oh, Fair what's enough. a virgin? Yeah. Um, well, but yes, Binks, a very notable black cat. However, he was transformed into a black, uh, black cat, which is bad luck in itself. Very bad luck. But he's a, he's a very good black cat. But technically a person trapped in a black cat. Well, well, it's all right. I allow I allow a bit of cheating on these on these uh, Thank you. So don't worry about it, don't worry. You know, I've had ghost cats and zombie cats, you know. Yeah, this is true. Even cats if they're already dead, who knows? You know. (laughs) You could argue argue it's not not really a cat anymore. (laughs) But yeah, I think that was a good choice. I think um, again it kind of it's very gothic plays around with the like the links to witches as well which i think is quite quite important um and and it's a fun film it's a family film minus all the talking about virgins and virginity and stuff um you know why not enjoy uh i, I remember seeing the uh, it's the kilverts and the marricks they uh, dressed up as the uh, yes they dressed up as the, the sisters. sanderson sisters yeah, oh my god they looked on, amazing on that was fantastic I loved that. what a great cosplay yeah i saw them do a little they went to the scarecon i think or i think i think rebecca went to the scarecon i saw them dress up um looking looking great as well i like all your dressing up as well all the all the kind of cosplay stuff and the makeup stuff you do is really good oh thank you i mean yeah just give it a go really yeah, I couldn't do that. My my. Whenever I do makeup, it's very basic, very very basic. Basic Lodge. Oh, I'm sure I've seen you made up. Maybe it's more costume then. Yeah, it's more cost. It's more costume. It's more costume. Yeah. I think I need to lose some weight before I put more costumes on. I think now. <laughs> <laughs> Sat indoors all this time. I've definitely put on some weight. <laughs> okay, let's do another bad cat. Now this cat is. A, a cat I would describe with another C word because I really, oh. I 
really hate this cat. I really, really hate this cat. This is well-known a cat? Very well-known cat. So this is oh, okay. This is a duchess from the film Babe. <gasps> oh, yes. She is a bitch of a cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she's very territorial. I, I, I believe cats are quite territorial normally, aren't they, I imagine? Yeah, fairly territorial. So, so Babe, obviously, he's you know he's winning the other animals over. He's winning the farmer over, um, you know, and he, so much so that the farmer they had to he sneaks in the house initially, and the cat goes for him. Then he let the farmer lets him in the house. Cat goes from and he puts the cat out, and then the the line goes, "Beware the bad cat bearing a grudge." Um, so oh. the film describes this one as a bad cat. And then she comes back in, like she swiped her in. She's, she's, they even put a plaster on, you know, poor Babe's nose. And this is like the day before the sheepdog competition, so the finale of the film, where he's going to, you know, save the day and everything. Spoilers. But he, she comes in. She's now, she, she comes in. She's basically it's playing all nice and like, oh, let's be friends. Let's do this. Let's let's talk. Let's, you know, all this sort of stuff. But all the while, she's vicious. She's vindictive. She's manipulative. She's awful she's the babe is such an innocent loving character that you you root for the entire film and you love him to death you love this little pig so much and this cat comes along and goes you know what pigs don't have a purpose the only purpose you have is being eaten so, oh yeah. oh no she better don't yeah, she did she did and that is some she you know she dropped the mic and that's that's it. And Babe's like, oh my god! And like, and, and Babe's like again, this like innocent, open-hearted. Where's the heart? His heart on his sleeve, tight character. And and you know exactly what she's doing. She walks in. She does exactly what you think she's going to do. She says exactly those kind of things. She's just heinous, self-serving, unrelentingly evil. And and the thing that gets my goat the most about this cat is that I've met people like this. I know oh, yeah. people like this mm-hmm. and, and it just reminds me of those people and it frustrates me. It frustrates me because karma hasn't quite gotten to these people yet. <laughs> One day it will. One day it will. <laughs> but, but not at this moment. But I'm thinking, oh, if only I could, you know, just. What happens to the cat in the end? I can't, I've not seen Babe in absolutely years. Uh, I watched it yesterday as a reminder. I, did, I remember ah. hating this cat anyway. Basically nothing. Oh. So, so babe, after the talk, after the pig has no purpose, you're, you're going to get eaten. Who, who are you anyway? Just leave. The animal, all the animals are laughing at you. You know, everyone's laughing at you. The farmer doesn't think anything of you. He runs out into the rain, goes to his mum, who's the dog fly, and is like, why don't I have a purpose? And just has this crisis of faith. And, and who am I? What am I doing? Is, it, is this all? And it's really heartbreaking, really like sad. And then he gets ill because he's been out in the rain in the cold. He gets ill and it looks like he's going to make the competition. He might die. The vet says, you don't get enough fluids in this pig. He's going to die. And then the farmer dances a jig and that convinces Babe to have some liquids. Don't ask me why. Uh, <laughs> you're just like yeah, I'm just having a jig and all the farm animals are looking through the window watching the farmer do his jig um, and then he goes and, and wins the competition and that's great you know he, he wins that victory so he kind of proves the cat wrong however you don't see the cat again in the film and you don't see the kind of comeuppance and nothing like happens to it you shouldn't get like you know run over by a car or something <laughs> you know we, we don't see like the repercussions of her being evil you know um, which 
you know, I, I, I personally, you know, if something had happened, like she got, you know, thrown halfway across the farm or, you know, she's, you know, falls in a muddy puddle, you know, anything like that would have, would have been enough. But because we don't see that, I felt... But it's not like, addressed. Oh, you know, no. I, feel that we're, I need, the, I need the, the justice. Not necessarily vengeance, like, I need some yeah. justice for Babe. Um, more so than him just winning the competition. I need, and I think she turns up briefly in the sequel, but does barely anything in it. Um, but yeah, so she's probably the evilest cat on my list, I think, uh, Duchess. Um, I can hear the passion behind hate just hate your hatred. Yeah. I'm seething, seething. Uh, again, it's probably just because I, I link it to real people who you know, have said similar things to me or made me, you know, give me a crisis of conscience, faith, whatever, or, you know, made me feel like Babe, you know, in that story. And that's why I relate so much to, to Babe in that, in that moment and in those kind of, in those dark times. Aww. Yeah. But yeah, so, so evil bloody cat. That is an evil cat. What a bitch. What's the cat's name? Duchess. Oh, Duchess, that was it, yeah. Duchess. So she, she thinks she's better than everybody else, and she's, mm. yeah, not nice, not nice. But yeah, that's uh, that's my that's my number two, and that was your number, number two, two as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so we're on the, to the this is the number one spot, so this got to This be is the number one, and I, I was deliberating about this. Did you, did, you, did you have an order in mind, or is it just um, a okay. Oh, this was, um, I kind of didn't even think about this, because it was just, I don't know why I didn't think about it, but it's such an obvious choice. And we talked about, kind of talked about it at the start of this uh, podcast. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the film, it's definitely not for everyone. I think you kind of have to be a cat person to watch the film. But it's based on best-selling book, true story, based on a true story. And it's a film that I watched at the cinema, actually, on one of my first dates with my current partner, Luke. I don't know how we're still together after watching set the cinema and I, I literally could not leave my seat. I was sobbing, sobbing oh, no. for 20 minutes. Like they were cleaning the cinema around me sobbing. It was really embarrassing, but I couldn't, I've never cried this much out of film ever. And I don't know why, because again, it's not, spoilers, it's not that sad, but it's very emotional and happy and it just very touching for a cat person. Happy, happy so, tears. It's all happy tears. Mm. so it is a street cat named Bob, which is why Bob is named a Greek cat named Bob. My Bob. Oh, mm. uh, it's a 2016 film based on the book written by James Bowen about himself and his ginger cat, Bob. Um, so Bob was a stray cat and he changes the life of James Bowen, who was a homeless man living in London, a street musician. You know, he has a massive drugs problem and he recovers from that with the help of Bob. And he changes Bob's life because Bob was a little bit poorly when he found him. And then he kind of used the only money he had to take him to a vet to get him treated. And it's about how they sort of become famous together because he Bob starts following him to go and busk. And then Bob stays with him and lies across his shoulder. Uh, it's, oh, it's fantastic. It's such a feel-good film. But again, I think you kind of have to be a little bit of a cat person. But it's amazing. And James and Bob are still very famous now. Um, if you can search them, I follow them on kind of all forms of social media. Uh, Bob the Cat does a lot of cat conventions. I would love to meet Bob the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate about this cat. Take, Have you heard take, the story take your about Bob. it before? Take your Bob. I know, Bob, of the Bob and Bob. <laughs> um, but in the film, um, James is played by 
Luke Treadaway, who is an incredible actor, and he stars in one of my favourite um, theatre shows, um, The Curious Incident of the Dog of the Night Time, if you've seen it, well, based on a book, fantastic, and that's on the West End. Um, I think that was, well, on, it was. was on in Stoke when I was there working out. Yes, it was touring, but, oh, God, yeah. he was the original actor that played sort of Christopher, if, if you know the story. Uh, it's such an amazing actor. So when I found out he was playing James in the film, I was kind of obsessed with the idea from the start. But this is kind of, I think, a, a cult cat lover's film and just really feel good. But yes, oh God, I could talk about it all the time. Very passionate. So, so it's quite, uh, is it a fairly like straightforward movie? Obviously it's based on a true story. So I imagine it's... Um, it's based on a true story, but it kind of, you know, they, they digress a little bit for, yeah. for the film. But it's just, the, it is kind of like the story of how Bob and James become famous together, how they get discovered through James's busking, but how people just love that the cat stays with him, much like, you see a lot of homeless people with dogs that will stay with them. He's, he's very much of a, a doggy kind of cat, um, Bob is, and it's how, you know, J- James recovers from his drug addiction, how he kind of rebuilds his life, and then how they just find each other. And I just think it's, it's just a beautiful metaphor, really, because I feel like my cats, in a lot of ways, have, you know, helped me heal in those yeah. ways. I think that's what a lot of animals do for people. But it's just such a just such a nice story. And it's normally something that you'd associate with a lot of dog films, that they are man's best friend. But it's just nice to does have a cat. In that, in that yeah. Way. I was going to say, like, you, it does sound like it's, like it's very close to your heart. And it's a very similar story to yourself, minus the drug addiction. And the homelessness. Well, my homelessness anyway, but yes. Bob Bob the cat was homeless, but yes. There you go. There's there's similarities and there's there's links and stuff. So I can can see it's had like quite a a profound effect. So much so, you you know, your homeless cat, Bob. They're they're both ginger, aren't they, as well? The cat in the film's ginger, is it? Yes, yes. That's kind of why I called my Bob, Bob. But Bob um, in the film is completely ginger. My Bob's got a little bit of white on his... Oh, on his chest yeah. but yeah what i like about this film is that a lot of the films have talked about well that i talked about the cats are anthropomorphic so they can talk but in this case it's just it's just following story it's kind of like almost documentary-esque and it kind of a lot of the shots are from the cat's point of view <laughs> which That's is good. is good. fun and i've watched a lot of in, um, interviews about um talking about the making of the film and <laughs> luke treadaway who, who plays the lead says that he'd have done the perfect shot and then they say no you have to redo it the cat looks really grumpy um <laughs> oh, because they use bob bob is the star off the film as well they do actually Oops. use him right so they use the the actual cat bob the actual bob the actual story. bob and then a few other lookalikes but yeah bob is the main kind of actor off the film as well oh, and it, yeah and the main guy is not the co-director but he was kind of there quite a lot of the time for direction so it really is if you know the story if you've read the book or even if you haven't go read the book a street cat named bob it's lovely and then watch the film which isn't as good as the book but it's still yeah. oh, I, think it's well, a I think they rarely are aren't, aren't they when things are adapted uh, it is oh yeah well i will watch it on a good mental health day i think um, good <laughs> When, I won't, when it won't break me in half. I don't think it will. This is, I've talked to a lot of my friends about it that still love cats. And I'm like, well, 
Sean, what, what part did you cry at? Because it's oh, right. not, okay. so you know, and I'm like, I don't understand. I don't know why no one else finds a need it's to cry. Like but a, I honestly, Marley and me type thing. No, I cried a lot more at this film than Marley and me. So I mean, it's just, it must just be me. <laughs> you just love cats so much. I know? do. I do. You like, you like that, that woman on the internet who wants to adopt all the cats, loves all the cats. Oh, yes. The one on her dating page where she yeah, starts crying. Like, I just, I love, just cats. love cats. Yes. And she starts crying and stuff. And then someone did like, a, <laughs> did like an auto-tune song of it. I yeah. I just want all the cats. I love all the cats. Um, but yeah, no, that, that film sounds really cool. So is, is it kind of like an indie film? Is it quite a mainstream film? Yes. Yeah, indie film. Uh, not the best rated film, but I mean, a lot of these are open oh, to... Some, some of the mine, <laughs> you know, are not very well rated at all. A lot of the films I watch on on this podcast are not necessarily well rated. They're kind of cult hits. They have a they have a fan base that's maybe not a mainstream fan base. So, <laughs> well, but yeah. So now you know where Bob's name has come from. A lot of people when I kind of said we're calling him Bob, like oh, Bob, what a cop out name. Like, no, he's a great cat named Bob. But more yeah. like, oh, that's still a cop out name. No, oh, it's from it. a Reference street cat named Bob. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, well, I get it. I get it now. Like, I get it now. It, it, it works. Uh, I think that's fine. I think that's a, a fine, fine choice. Thank you. Okay, so we're on to my last one. Um, oh. So you were talking about basically cat racism, weren't you, earlier, with people not adopting? <laughs> I mean, it kind of is effectively kind of cat racism or cat stupid. prejudice. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah. Um. So, so we were talking about that. You were talking about like the witch influence and things like that. Um, yeah. So my next cat is a black cat. Um, oh. It is an adaptation of, uh, which I think has led to a lot of this uh, cat prejudice, as we call it. Um, it is it is the black cat. Um, so it's based on the Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. Um, so I, again, that was quite. Um, there's been so many adaptions of this story. Sometimes the cat plays a major role. Sometimes the cat plays a very minor role. But he's always kind of linked to as a kind of a, a specter of death or, or darkness or evil uh, oh. within, within the stories in some form. And there's uh, usually usually most of the stories end famously with a uh, a body being wall, um, put behind a wall and then it being bricked up and then the cat is still behind the wall and that's how they find the body because the cat's meowing which is is the end to most of those kind of stories there's a Bela Lugosi one there's um, there's, there's one with um, Harvey Keitel there's loads of adaptations there's Tenapenny but I've picked this one um, because the cat plays like a really active role in this film so uh, it's an Italian movie so it's by uh, Lucio Fulci who's quite famous he was known as one of the godfathers of gore um, so this films are fairly violent and blood does a lot of uh, zombie based things or undead type uh, movies um, so he's adapted this story um, the storyline goes like this is a modern day story uh, American photographer and a Scotland Yard detective uh, basically investigating a series of bizarre deaths um, and they're consulting with this local odd paranormalist guy and he can he says that he, he has paranormal powers and he can commune with the dead uh, and various other things he senses evil and stuff like that so throughout the course of the film there's all these kind of weird kind of deaths happening um, and we know as the audience um, it's not a mystery the cat that is owned by the paranormalist is causing these deaths. So like the opening, he, he hypnotizes a driver into crashing his car and killing himself. Um, there's a young couple having sex in this kind of abandoned barn um, 
boathouse thing. Uh, he, the cat locks the door and cuts, oh. off, cuts off the power to, to the air conditioning. So they literally, <laughs> they literally just suffocate in that room. Um, wow. Start bollock naked and suffocating. Um, and then they find them, you know, and the cat moves the key as well. It like leaves it somewhere else. <laughs> so this cat is a bit messed up. It's kind of a, quite an evil cat. So yeah, he kind of, he, he's this kind of specter of death, like we were talking about. And he, but he, he plays like an active role. He, he can, he's got all these kind of weird and wacky powers. He can like teleport. So he's, he can be like, they'll be looking one direction. Then the cat's over in the other direction. Um, and there's a lot of shots like, um, like your uh, street cat named Bob. Um, there's a lot of POV shots from the cat. So yeah. Oh, nice. In slinking in between you know the alleyways and the rooftops you know it causes this drunk fella to fall down and impale himself he can all he also like physically attacks people as well so he scratches them bites them and you know tears them a new one gouges their eyes out and stuff hypnotizes one guy into getting run over <laughs> so evil this guy's just killing everybody now it's hinted um that the paranormalist is guiding the cat and is trying to get kill these people off um, because he has a hate for being the strange one in the village. People have treated him poorly, and it's kind of he's he's commanding the cat. Oh, he has a, I like a muse. Yeah, oh. kind of like, he's got like psychic control over the cat, so he's he's using that as kind of a bit a bit like House again, like using the kind of cat to kill. And later on, the the guy becomes so scared that the, he's losing control of the cat that he hangs the cat <gasps> from the neck, like. Um, it's it's in silhouette, so you don't really see like a proper. Mm. Hanging, but still I couldn't quite watch it. Disturbing. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a dark one. But then the cat's the cat isn't dead because it's an evil cat from beyond the grave. Um, so, so yeah, so he's coming he's coming after the paranormalist now because he's like, right, you tried to kill me, so I'm gonna have you. Um, and the the paranormalist says that I it started off by like, admitting guilt and he's saying it started off with me controlling the cat but then i lost control and it's it's feeding on my subconscious desires uh, and my hatred um so that's why it's killing off all these people around me is because that i subconsciously feel you know ostracized and wronged and that's why the cat's going out and doing it but i'm not actually doing it but then he walk, then he knocks the girl out and walls her up. So um, so he's he's still pretty evil. But he he's mm. saying, he's saying that he, the cat has control over him now. It's the other way. It's swapped round. Um, ah. So it's not really. So the cat is really evil. Um, but then again, he could be just getting revenge because he's been treated again treated poorly by this yeah. guy. Um, it's really good. Um, it's a really good movie because it just. I'm not sure where they filmed it, but Italian Italian directors seem to film somewhere else and try and make it look like America or England or somewhere. Yeah, because uh, that's just the way they do it. But never really, they never really pull it off. But the the kind of atmosphere and the gothic kind of fog and uh, and that kind of that creeping dread in the film really comes across and then you get to these kind of brutal moments which Lucio Fulci is very good at um but he kind of reigns it in in this film like there's there's several films where he's just like like New York Ripper and Zombie Flesh Eaters you know those are films where he goes like where the violence is like really disturbing so this is quite tame for him but he kind of lets that that gothic haunted spectral evil spirit kind of atmosphere kind of take that place of the what he would, you know, he would throw all the blood and guts on the wall normally. In this film, he kind of reigns it in because he wants it to feel more like those original Poe books, those posts. Yeah, um, quite interesting. My black cat is called Edgar. Is he? <laughs> yeah! Perfect. 
perfect, perfect. Well, as long as he's not clawing your eyes out and, you know, trying to kill you while you're having sex, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he might interrupt you, but as long as he's not, you know, convincing you to... Don't, just don't hang your cat. Whatever you do, don't hang your own. Oh, Christ. Don't, don't do that. That's not, do you know what? I would go to prison for my cats. I'm, I'm so nice and such a lovely person. <laughs> but if anyone touched my cats, oh, my God. Yeah. Bitch! I would go to prison. I've heard, uh, I've heard that documentary on Netflix is a bit disturbing, but also... Oh, uh, my God. Uh, someone posted a status about it. Mm. Uh, don't fuck with cats. And it uh, sounds like a, like a, a bam, like a superhero kind of thing. Yeah. So I innocently, you know, commented going, oh, my God, this sounds really cool. Should I give it a watch? And within seconds, about 10 people going, no, Shauna, no, no. D- Jesus Christ, don't watch it. You'll cry. But don't watch it and no i won't watch it no I even, even i've even i initially i was like okay this looks interesting but then everyone was like oh it makes me so angry to think yeah. that people do that to any animals but yeah. it does feel like especially cats that's why I, I think that's why i don't like violence to cats in any kind of film because i think there's enough mistreatment in, of in the them in, in real in, yes yeah yeah it's 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 sad and i think i think that's probably yeah i think you're probably right because i think obviously dogs could probably do you more damage and are, are generally larger and more powerful than cats so like and, and i mean that's just the start of the serial killer isn't it if you're harming small animals oh yeah yeah you, you're well on your way to be that's a big sign that you may be a wrong gun tapped yes it's tapped in the head um you know and and i don't think no matter what you watch like look at all the movies i've watched right now if you know if if there were if if people were convinced that movies turn people like evil and serial killers then i'd be i'd be well and truly onto like a huge body count by now the amount of horror movies and stuff i watch but i think i think if you're born with something wrong with you you're going to eventually find it doesn't matter what you watch or where you go you're going to have you're going to do what you want to do and if that is yeah people you're going to find a way to do it because oh this got dark oh it is dark twisted i blame lucio fulci and his black cat yeah (laughs) um right so coming to the end now um uh have you got any honorable mentions any honorable mentions Mm. Oh, I like. I'd like to thank my cat. You couldn't include that you would have liked to include, or (laughs) I'm doing like a thank you speech for my cats. I'd like to thank Edgar, Enid, and Bob um, for all their commitment to me as their owner. (laughs) No, what else was I thinking of putting in there? Oh, um, again, another Disney film. I think it's uh, Oliver and Company. Um, I haven't watched that in years, Hmm. so but I just thought that was quite a obvious choice really uh, he's uh, the hero the, the kind of protagonist of the film the main it's like character a, it's like a disney version of uh, oliver twist isn't it kind of yes 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 and but he's obviously a little ginger cat yeah. quite a lot of ginger cats are perceived to be good in um yeah. in films which i like um arista cats obviously a yeah, massive my, my, uh, my sister's cat was called o'malley he was a ginger cat o'malley thomas yeah. o'malley uh arista cats Another fantastic film. Yeah, loved it. I love, mm. I love, uh, I love Aristocats. I think, I think that's kind of underrated, personally. It is definitely underrated. Um, what else? What, oh, what's the cat called from Ghost? Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh no. I was going to say Ditto, but that's that's definitely not it. Oda oh May. God. Oda May Goldberg, isn't it? That's Oda May. Yeah. Nah, no idea. Oh, well, that cat's kind of you know 
that's that's a notable cat. Someone, it's a good again, cat. someone will be screaming, screaming at us, telling us what it is. Yeah, I have no idea. But no, I can't think of. Like I said, there's quite a lot of programs I watch with cats mm. in Sailor Moon. Obviously, oh, yeah. got... I'm, I'm surprised you didn't um, didn't have the Sailor Moon game. Well, but it's not a it's not a film technically. So oh, no. oh, that's true. No, that's true. Yeah, and and Salem from Sabrina, obviously. I mean, he he just um, Salem, I always thought Salem looks a lot like Binks from Hocus Pocus. I think. Yes. It's got to be like the same puppet or something similar. But I know I can't think of any other cats. I know quite a lot of. I'm surprised you didn't mention. Um, what's the cat called from Cinderella? Oh well, that Lucifer. Was, that, was, that was one of my my honourable mentions. In fact, Lucifer from Cinderella. Yeah. Ah, he's literally named after Satan, so he can't be. A nice yeah, I know. Name. Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear the rest of mine? Yes, go for it. Um, so I mentioned Church from Pet Cemetery. We've mentioned Lucifer from Cinderella. Uh, I'm going to mention the Cat from Hell. So this is from oh. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Um, so this was a story. It's a short story written by Stephen King, and it's basically this old um, this cat food. I think it's a cat. He's like a cat owner. Um, he owns like a business that he used cats. Um, like he treated cats poorly and this cat comes along and he starts killing off all of his relatives um, oh. like revenge on the bad treatment of these cats um, and he hires a hitman to kill this cat oh my god it, it's, it's genius again this is um, Tales from the Dark Side is like an anthology movie so there's several stories and this is one of those stories so it's only like 10, 15, 20 minutes or something uh, maybe half an hour possibly but it's it's fantastic it's really fun and it's just got this guy with a gun like running around trying to kill this cat it's fantastic almost very very almost made the list very close to making the list uh who else have we got um have you seen secret of nim have you seen that one uh is that an anime yeah it's an animated kind of it's like a disney thing but it's like about um some intelligent rats and mice and stuff and there's no we've not seen it it's really really good i highly recommend it It was uh, by don bluth he was kind of a, a disney rival back in the day um and there's a cat in that called dragon who eats the the main female character's husband straight away like he's like he is basically like a, a mythical dragon but he's like a, a house cat but he's horrible mangy he's got like a, a dodgy eye proper proper sick sick bastard of a cat again not giving cats with disabilities a good name i know right i know right yeah i mean yeah all the bond villains they're all scarred aren't they so they are yeah anybody anybody with a you know disability or disfigurements i've included this this cat's not really bad but he's more naughty and it's uh, fritz the cat so that was the first ever x-rated animated movie that ever came out he's just a proper dick um he like <laughs> Manipulates women into having an orgy. He accidentally starts a race. Oh. Um, he accidentally joins a group of terrorists. But he's he's so selfish and and full of himself. It's just it's it's a bizarre movie. It's like three. It's like an anthology. It's three three different stories in this animated movie. But it's it's a bizarre one. But um, if you want to see cats a cat orgy, then tune in. That's that's the one for Amazing. you. Amazing. <laughs> Definitely. Um, uh, <laughs> I told you I got some weird ones. Definitely got some weird ones. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, Felicia from Basil the Great Mouse P- Detective. Oh yes, yeah. Felicia. Is that Felicia. the name of the? No way. Yeah. Felicia. Um, Professor Rattigan uh, feeds all his henchmen to uh, Felicia. Yes, a yes. Big fat cat with blue ribbon. Um, yeah. She's, you know, and she's kind of saunters in very, very sexily. As I mean, as sexily as a cat can, I guess. 
I'd say the cat is just doing what a cat does there, but it's Rattigan yeah. who's the he's oh he's a, he's a bad and he is oh yeah oh yeah. But again, it, like I said, it's, it's, it tends to be the owners, not necessarily the cats. Uh, and and then in most cases, the cats are just after revenge anyway, so they've already been hard done by. So and then finally, Catzilla from Mouse Hunt. I haven't. I have not heard of that. Not seen Mouse Hunt with uh, no. Uh, it's got uh, Lee Evans in it, uh, Christopher Walken. Who's the guy, who's the guy who played uh, Timon? Um, oh, oh, God. He's in the producers. Oh, I can't remember his name. Ah, forget it. Um, but yeah, so those are, those are my honourable mentions. So yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm wearing Garfield, but that's a really bad film. And Garfield's a bit of an arsehole, so. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, so not really. A kind of film. notable, but yeah. the film's about him, but it's, it's a really bad film. Fair play. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's us done. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about good and or bad cats or your own cats? Oh, there's so much I could say about cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's been actually more good cats than I thought there would be yeah. in popular media. So I think the argument that I wanted to almost put across about cats being perceived as being bad in a lot of media isn't that true anymore. Um, and I just hope that people maybe good, do good cat representation. Well, yeah. yeah, I think I think this, we could probably go a little bit further. I think the same with any kind of representation. We can always we can always do a bit more, can't we? We can always you know highlight certain groups of people or groups of cats. You know, I, yeah. I think there's always there's always more work to be done. So I think that's fair. All good. All done. What Thank you for one. asking me to do this podcast. Obviously, I love cats. Not a massive film boffin, but I shall definitely vote a list. I shall definitely check out some films where cats are not harmed. <laughs> As in, <laughs> well, maybe maybe not half of the one, not half. Yeah, of the yeah. Perhaps. Tell you what, I think the one you can watch without a cat being harmed, probably probably Babe. You could watch Babe. You could watch oh, Cats yeah. and Dogs. You can get away with Cats and Dogs, and you could probably kind of get away with with a House, the Japanese film. Um, okay. I, th- I think I think I'm fine with cats harming people. <laughs> oh, there you go then. Um, I think I think it does get hurt, but it, I think Blanche only gets hurt in the form of a painting. Oh, okay. So I think I think some severed legs come out and and kung fu kick the painting of Blanche, but not actually Blanche herself. Right. It's a mad Japanese film. What are you going to do? Interesting. Right. Um, so where can people find you on the social medias and 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 any of your all your cats? Ah, well, you can follow a Greek cat named Bob on Instagram. I'm on Instagram as Cookie Walk. That's I don't really use that many social media no. platforms anymore. I'm really quite lazy. <laughs> but no, I do I like don't blame Instagram. It. It's pro- probably for the best. I mean, yeah. If not for this podcast, I probably wouldn't be on any. I probably wouldn't. Be <laughs> Speaking of my social media, you can find the podcast at Secret Balls on Facebook. On Twitter, it's at Dan underscore Balls. Instagram, it is Spider Dan Secret Balls. And the podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and many, many more. Um, if you'd like to donate towards the podcast, uh, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash Spider Dan and the Secret Balls. And don't forget to use the hashtag prepare for prattle. Remember to like, share, subscribe, all those good things. And that's it. So thank you very much, Shauna. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you for your input and all your cat love. All right. See you next time, guys. Goodbye.